0: Hey guys, welcome to Heart to Talk, the podcast. I am your host, Teresa Caesar, and you're tuned in to episode 29. Our voice is the most vulnerable, yet most powerful tool we have. It's the song. It's the rhythm, the orchestra of our hearts. It represents you how you speak, and in what you say determines who you are, what you're about. Your voice delivers the narrative to the rest of the world. And from that narrative is how others define you. They see you. And not just by the physical part, right? The sound. Do you have a soft voice? Do you have a deep voice? But it's what's really underneath. And that's what I'm talking about. Your authentic voice. And that is where our power lies. And if we don't have access to it or we are afraid to let it shine, we never fully become our most happiest, powerful versions of ourselves that the world needs, the family around you, your friends. We're all born perfect, amazing, creative, with incredible ideas and gifts. And it's through our voice that we deliver. That is the vessel in which we can transmit the messages that come from our soul. So in this episode, I'm going to discuss with you what it means to find your voice in ways you can do it for yourself or share with others who you feel are in need of the tools in finding their voice. And I'll share a little personal testimony of a time where my authentic voice was almost being muffled, pushed away. I wasn't expressing my truth and you'll see why and how. So let's get started. Okay, guys, I have a loaded question for you. Do you feel like you cannot speak your truth? Do you hide your real beliefs, desires, or even parts of your life from others? Or neglect them for yourself and try to cover them up? Do you feel misunderstood or worse? Are you living literally in fear where you feel like you cannot speak to protect yourself or others? Those are symptoms of your voice being lost. Now, I say lost because we are born with beautiful and strong voices. We are born with everything we need and we are completely perfect. We are all born to speak and contribute to the world the most beautiful personal truths we have. The one of a kind truth that belongs just to you and only you can deliver it. However, we are then told along the way, whether it's verbally or with non verbal signals that we're doing something wrong, that we're imperfect. That looks bad. That sounds horrible. Don't ever sing again. Don't talk like that. You're not smart. So along the way, our authentic voices get pushed aside and then we start bringing out a voice that represents the scared us We get confused. We start to lose touch with the power of our true identity. And some of us literally go silent, scared to speak. And then physical things start to happen. We hunch over because we're not secure anymore. We're not feeling confident. And the sound of your voice, two parts, your inner, right? That is your truth, what you think and feel and believe. And then your outer is the physical part with a tone, how your voice sounds, and then there, there are, of course, parts, biologically, components that make our voice all unique. But there are ways that our inner voice affects the outer voice. So ultimately, where I'm going with this is your life experiences from birth up until now really shapes the psychology of your voice. And in the psychology is all that comes from within to literally how you deliver what the world hears and how it sounds. So when you find your voice, it means having the ability to express oneself, to put your beliefs, your values, desires, being able to vocalize your boundaries into words and even actions. Using your voice doesn't always have to be a loud or a verbal expression. You could use your voice in actions in nonverbal cues, and be extremely powerful, or come off as disempowered. And that's what I'm talking about in this episode. It's how you tell the world who you are, and most importantly, how you want to be treated. We teach people how to treat us with our most vulnerable, powerful tool, our voice, and in the multiple ways we use our voice. It's so important to evaluate ourselves. Is the psychology of my voice healthy? Were there areas in life where I've been affected negatively? And then how to go back, honor the moment, and how to heal those so that you can come in to delivering your authentic voice and even altering the physical, making your physical voice just radiate. Because when you are coming from your inner authentic voice that comes from your soul, your truth, the happiest, purest part of you, your outside voice, the physical voice, that's what I'm talking about, where it's the song, the rhythm, the orchestra of your heart and is your most powerful tool. So let's talk about how to find or strengthen it. Because remember, we are always born with it. Just along the way, it gets lost consciously, unconsciously. The first thing is awareness. Just listening to this episode, you're realizing I have a voice and I have an inner and outer voice, a physical, I have a psychological component that shapes my voice. And so that's it. It's just knowing, like, oh, okay, I have a voice and I have to determine where I am on the spectrum. And it's reflecting, right, where you are in your life and evaluating yourself and where you feel like you can't use your voice. So think about that. Like how do you feel in regards to family relationships, whether it's a marriage or dating, friends, the workplace, even just as important with strangers. So ask yourself these voice activation questions. I've got nine of them for you. I challenge you to Go back and listen and actually get a paper and pen out, a journal, however, whatever you take notes in your phone, and answer these questions to yourself. That's your starting point, right? So, number one, what are the things I'm scared to say? Number two, do I overthink what I'm about to say, and am I scared that I don't make sense? Number three, has someone in my life critiqued my physical voice? So, what I'm saying by that is, has anybody made fun of how you sound in some capacity? Critiqued it, commented? And number four, has anybody in my life told me that I am not a good writer or speaker? Number five, am I worried about what people think? Number six, what am I passionate about? Number seven, What is my story? What's my narrative? So with that one, how would you write the story of yourself up until now? What do you say about yourself every day? Number eight, what kind of impact do I want to make? And number nine, what is the vision I have for myself and for my life? What is the vision I have for myself and for my life? So I challenge you to go through those questions, write out your answers, don't judge yourself, just write what comes through, embrace the discomfort, lean in and step into your authentic voice in all areas of life. And with those answers, you can begin to direct the new narrative that you want to claim. And so I do want to share with you the inspiration behind this episode. I had realized all of a sudden that I had discovered my authentic voice. I never knew in thirty-nine years that I didn't have a voice for most of my life, and in a lot of the areas of my life, wasn't using my authentic voice. Early on in school, I wanted to be a writer. I loved writing, but I had some experiences where I was told I wasn't a good writer. So from then on, produced probably not my best because I had already made a story, a narrative, telling myself you're not a good writer. I'm not good at this. Those were my affirmations. So of course I could never deliver to the world what I really wanted to. And I always felt this creative magic inside me, but I put it away. It started off with school and family members. I love my grandma. She's very honest and will say, if you look fat or you look skinny or that sounds bad or your handwriting's ugly. And I remember there were maybe times during family situations where I feel I couldn't express my voice because I didn't want to get criticized or judged. And we feel like if it's not perfect, we can't even express, right? So that's another thing. So just the whole aiming for perfection, going back in history. So that's what I did. I started off like, where was I told along the way? And I believed it and identifying those, right? So I, I identified that I wasn't a good writer back in the day. I, I identified maybe the comments that family had said, and I believed And then the most recent was in a partnership or relationship. I was in a situation where I couldn't literally be myself. And not only from within how I felt, whether I wanted to stand up for something or I wanted to go do something or be with family, the criticism that followed was just too painful and scary. And I wanted to avoid that. I just kept pushing away that voice to stick up for myself, the voice that says, this is what I like. This is what I want to do. And there came a time in my life where I literally couldn't even speak. Like my physical voice was so damaged. I had laryngitis for two years. And now that with through healing and Going back and and reflecting, I realized, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Because at that time, I couldn't express how I felt, what I wanted. That was criticized about maybe saying certain words that sounds dumb. Don't speak like that. Say this. You know, when you're being corrected by someone who's your peer, who's your partner. It does something to you. But when you don't know different and you're in it, it's hard to pull yourself out of it. So that is why I feel like it is so important for me to come on and tell you because I know I'm not the only one. And I know that people listening here either know someone or are in a situation where they feel like they can't use their voice. They are scared because of the gaslighting that happens. They're made to look crazy So, what I started to do to heal is ask myself, what am I passionate about? Right? And it's loving and living my best life. And what does that mean? I'm passionate about speaking with others. I'm passionate about personal growth, health, wellness, beauty. I'm passionate about connection. I was asking myself those questions and then answering them and leading my life in that way. So, asking those questions. And answering them provided relief to my suffering. But once you start taking action, that's when healing happens. So that is how all that I'm doing now is birthed. But before I went and shared my voice to an audience, I started to share my voice within my personal life, making changes, going and confronting the situation. And with that is how I found my voice because I was... Not necessarily speaking loud and up, but I was making powerful decisions. You hear that saying, actions speak louder than words. And I was able to express my authentic inner voice through my powerful actions and made life-changing moves and then changed my narrative. Not that I ever want to rewrite my history. I honor it and the people, the good and the bad but what does my narrative now say? I speak my truth. I feel safe. I'm honored. What I say matters. What I say makes sense. I am creative. I am a good writer. I am a good speaker. I'm a good mother. I do my best. And when I started changing my affirmations, the rest of my life unfolded to match it because I started to change what I believed about myself. And in that, I could change on what others believed in me without really trying because it's more about what you believe that comes first and is what matters. And with that, what how do I want to make an impact? And and that's through this podcast. It's through my connections, but the impact started with my personal life. I knew that I wanted to be this version of me and know that sometimes It might not make sense to the rest of the world, and that doesn't matter. It's not their business, right? What matters is that you know you're following your heart and your authenticity. And from that point on, you can manifest, create the most beautiful life because you're moving through it with your voice. You're not allowing anybody else to dictate your voice. You're not allowing anybody to steal your voice. You're speaking from your heart. You're saying what you want. You're drawing your boundaries. The psychology of your voice is a powerful one. It's healed. Louise Hayes, who I love, I call myself the Affirmation Babe, but Louise Hayes is known for affirmations. And she says that resentment, guilt, criticism, and fear are the causes of the major problems in life to the outer, and to our inner, like our physical. We get physically sick when those are there. So when you are on the journey and you are ready to share your voice, to deep down ask yourself those questions, you then need to not be a victim or blame, but trade it in for responsibility and forgiveness to others and most importantly to yourself. What happens is a lot of people are in this blame victim game. And that's not going to make your voice powerful and beautiful because there's going to be that undertone of resentment. So, friends, I would love more than anything for you to reflect, look at your life, and see what areas you feel that you want to release your authentic voice or what areas you don't feel like you have a voice and own it. Just be honest with yourself, walk your own path. Don't judge yourself or others and start living creatively, passionately. I'm going to end with this quote by Todd Henry. You have to let go of your fear of what you think you must be so that you can embrace the possibility of what you might be. You have to know what you believe, what you stand for, and what you're willing to invest yourself in fully. And friends, fully invest in yourself. Advocate for yourself. Unapologetically claim your most powerful tool, your voice. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I do hope that something in this episode resonated with you and that you found some value and that you're motivated to share your authentic voice in all areas of your life. Please remember to tell your friends about this podcast, rate, subscribe, follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Otherwise friends, I'll be back in two weeks.